0: Hey everybody. Welcome to Deakin Deep Deeper Jazz. I'm Jeff Antoniak. Um, I want to talk today about a cool new warm-up exercise that I've been doing. It's been a couple weeks now and I'm really getting a lot out of it and um, It's serving its purpose. Now, I do want to say this is not a saxophone warm-up. This is for all instruments. Drummers, as I think about it, drummers specifically, this would be an incredible exercise. Singers, guitar players, horn players, it doesn't really matter. So this is for all instruments. So please share this video with people that may be interested in hearing about it. Now, let's think about a warm-up for a second. What is a warm-up for? A lot of us sort of do our warm-ups and maybe we haven't spent a little time recently thinking about what is a warm-up for? What is the purpose? Now um, as jazz musicians, there's various things we're trying to warm up. It Could be getting our fingers fluid. As a saxophone player, I have to warm up my air and my embouchure and all that perhaps we want to warm up so we don't injure ourselves. if that's, you know, a concern with sort of what we're doing. So there's a number of ways, And, and we can go on and on. I want to warm up my brain to get ready to create music because I am an improviser and a composer. So what is the warm up for? So I think that it's interesting to think about that. Now, I do have specific warm ups that I do occasionally maybe for my tone, to help build my tone, things like that. So I would have you think about what it is you do. Maybe, something you've done a zillion times, you don't even question it anymore. Well, maybe uh, today might be a good time to start questioning it a little bit. So um, this all goes back about 28 years. Um, That's when I first heard about this warm-up. And yes, here I am 28 years later getting back to it. And I do want to talk about that 28-year gap in just a moment. So 28 years ago, I was in Banff, Canada. And uh, yes, you noticed the shirt, Banff, Canada. This is not the shirt I was wearing 28 years ago. This is a new shirt I got three weeks ago when I was in Banff with my family. Banff is an amazing mountain town in Canada where I'm from. And the Banff School for the Creative Arts, I think I got it right, that's where it is in Banff. And um, they do all sorts of amazing work with uh, professional artists. Now, 28 years ago, I was a professional jazz musician, and I went there to do a month-long residency that they've been doing every year for decades and decades. Dave Dave Holland was one of the founding uh, people. He was artistic director for a long time. When I was there, Steve Coleman and Bunky Green were teaching saxophone, and Robin Eubanks, and Marvin Smitty Smith, and Kenny Wheeler. It was an incredible experience. Ted Dunbar was the guitar teacher there at the time. And I was sitting in a workshop with Ted Dunbar. And somebody asked the very good question of like, hey, Ted, how do you warm up? What's your warm up? What's your process every day? And his answer was interesting and intriguing. And it sort of surprised a lot of us because we had our imagination of what how we warm up on our instruments. And he says, yeah, it's pretty simple. I play 30 jazz tunes that I know, 30 bebop tunes. That gets me warmed up. And we were like, "Wow, interesting. That was that was sort of uh, a little different than what we expected." So, I mean, uh, specifically for him, it was a lot of sort of noddy bebop songs that are hard for anybody, but hard on the guitar. <laughs> And on and on. The list could be different for you than for me, but uh, tricky songs, hard-to-remember songs, um, difficult-to-play songs, how, however you, you want to put it. Um, Now, so it was interesting the way Ted talked about it. It was was very instructive, and 28 years later, I remember, you know, I think the exact words he was using. And someone said, well, but you've been playing those songs for a long time. Don't tell me you don't know how to play Scrapple from the Apple or Anthropology. He was like, yeah, I know how to play those tunes, but if I don't play those tunes for even a couple days, my fluidity goes away. My memory of them goes away. I start playing a wrong note here or there. So what he said next was was quite interesting. He said, for me, I need to play those songs seven days a week for the rest of my life. That's what makes me comfortable in my own skin. That was the phrase I liked. And then he said, you probably don't need to. You may play them once a week. Maybe you can play those tunes once every four months. For me, I know what it takes to be comfortable when I pick up the guitar, and this is what it takes. And so he played just the melody, like one time through Donna Lee, one time through Confirmation, one time through Billy's Bounce, one time through Parisian thoroughfare, or whatever the song was. So if he played 30 songs, that warm-up may take him 20 minutes. So that was very, very interesting, that idea of being comfortable. So now I think maybe that's what our warm up is supposed to do. More than anything else, are you comfortable holding your instrument? Are you comfortable in the room? Are you comfortable with what comes next? That's kind of what a warm-up is for. Yes, we can do exercises to develop our tone or to develop new harmonic ideas, but what do we do to get ready to do that work, our warm-up? So I really love that idea. It makes you comfortable in your own skin. So perhaps think about the warm-up or your lack of warm-up and see maybe what that is. So now, um, you know, I've been a professional jazz musician for 30-some years, and uh Sometimes I don't get to play the song Confirmation for six or eight months, and now here I am on stage in front of a room full of people looking at Jeff, the professional musician, and somebody calls Confirmation. Can I nail that tune? Well, (laughs) Ted Dunbar and I are maybe a little bit alike that, like, if I don't play that song but once every eight months, it's not going to be so good, right? These songs are demanding. So this is my new warm-up. So I've created a list. of. I started with 15 songs. I'm sort of adding to it. Now, these are songs I know or should know, right? I am playing them every day. I get to most of them every day. So I'm not sure where it's going to land for me, whether I'm going to do all 30 songs every day. Maybe my list is 50 songs. Maybe I play half today, half tomorrow. So I'm working that out. But I'm really liking how I feel. I feel like when I pick up my horn, I feel like I'm coming at it with some authority, first thing in the day. And that after 20 minutes, uh, it feels good. I feel good, I feel comfortable in my own skin. So that's it. Now for, uh, I'm talking to the adult, amateur musicians out there, by the way, Folks in Toronto, Canada, I'm going to be playing in Toronto uh, December 6th, so coming up uh, later this year, you know, whatever it is, four or five months from now, with Ted Warren, a fantastic, one of the top call drummers, uh, you know, in Canada, really. And Ted is is uh, getting me up to Toronto. We're going to be playing at the Rex on Friday, um, December 6th. I'm really excited about that. Going to get an incredible band together. So I hope that my uh, East Coast Canada folks, I'll see you out there. Anyway, now for the adult amateurs who I'm talking to here, maybe you don't know 30 Bebop songs. Well, fine. So we're talking to Ted Dunbar, who played and recorded with almost everybody alive. Sure. So um, here's the thing. Do you know two songs? Are they memorized? So maybe this is the beginning of that right? So start memorizing a tune. Does it have to have a million notes in it like Donnelly? Well, no, it doesn't really need to. If you know a simple riff blues, that is your warm up every day. And now add a second one, and add a third one. Now this is what we do all day long at Jazzwire.net, and I would really, really like to work with you there, and for a couple reasons. Now um, we're there. Everything's based on music, so we're studying new songs. All the time. So when you join us at JazzWire a year from now, at the end of a year, you will know 20, about 20, 25 new songs and you will know them intimately inside out all aspects. So a year from now, are you going to know 25 new tunes memorized inside out? I'm guessing for maybe a lot of us, the answer is no. This is how we get ahead and this is we do what we do at jazz wire. It's that structure, right? So I remember I said uh, 28 years ago I heard about this and like two weeks ago I came back to it or I started it, frankly. So what was up with those 28 years in between? What was up is I've been busy. Right, I've been playing the saxophone, getting ready for this gig and for that gig and for teaching this class and for flying across the country and doing that workshop and for having a wife and a kid and a car that I have to keep in repair. We're all very busy, right? We're all very busy and it's easy to get knocked off our center and not be comfortable in our own skin. So now, that's what we do at Jazzwire. We create this structure for you to operate within. We all need some help getting moving forward, or getting out of the couch on a particular day, or just picking up the horn after a long day of work, and it's the last thing we want to do, but two minutes into it, we're so happy we did, right? So that's that structure, and it's easy to get knocked off the very good things we should be doing. So I have a long list of things that I wish I would have done for the last 28 years. I would be further ahead, right? Right? Okay, well, I was busy doing other things, I don't have a lot of regrets that way, but I'm so excited to be back to this idea of playing these challenging songs that I know I'm going to be ready at that jam session or at that gig or when I'm in Toronto and Ted calls a tune that, you know, in any other circumstance I wouldn't have played in the last four years. But instead, I played it 365 times this year. How good that makes me feel. These melodies, having these melodies in my head, all this, all these great licks that are these songs. Here's the other thing you don't need to buy a jazz etude book, right? The greatest jazz etudes of all time were written for you by Charlie Parker and Miles Davis and Bud Powell and Chick Korea and on and on, right? So that is it. So I want to challenge you to first of all think about what your warm-up is and see if it's answering the questions. Think about that idea of, am I comfortable in my own skin ever as a musician? Or, you know, specifically at the end of your warm-up. If not, see about changing that. And now, the thing is, getting so that you have some chance of success, right? Uh, A lot of us find that when we want to do yoga properly, we take a yoga class. A lot of us find that when we've tried music enough times and we're trying to learn from some guy on YouTube, not the best approach, I will say. um, Yes, getting some personal guidance is the way to do it. And so I have an easy, supportive, and pretty cheap way for you to do it. So I hope I'm going to see you over at Jazzwire. And I really want to hear, first of all, give this a try, see how it goes for you. And I'd love to see the songs you're working on. It could be anything, but I'm really intrigued by songs that are hard for you to remember, that are hard for you to play on your instrument. It's very interesting. Charlie Parker's song on alto sax is quite hard on tenor sax. I have a lot of piano players tell me Charlie Parker songs are practically impossible fingering-wise on the piano. There are Pat Metheny guitar compositions that I can barely play on the saxophone because of the crazy intervallic stuff that's so simple on guitar is very hard on a horn. So leave some comments. Let me know what these songs are gonna be for you. I would love to see a list of hundreds of songs from all of you, right? We have this great community. We're all commenting, watching these videos. Leave comments and let's build a real database of what some of these songs may be. So stay in touch with me. And, uh, and if you do want to work at Jazzwire please use the code I want you to save 50% on the way in the code is DiggingSpring so check that out and uh, I'll be really eager to hear from you this week I want to hear the tunes you're working on take care <laughs>